Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones over breakfast. Except it's Saturday and it's the afternoon. And, uh, and none of us have breakfast. <laughs> none, and of none of us have breakfast. We've got various beverages and we're just kind of here hanging out. It's Tony, Hans, and Jeremy. And we have a special guest, Rob from, and Rob's your uncle. Uh, I, Rob, I was going to say your last name. I don't know how to properly pronounce it. Is it Bullock? Is it Bullock? It, how do you prefer it? Uh, Bullock? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. People have called me Bullock. People call me Bullock. People have asked me if I'm related to Sandra. It, <laughs> the resemblance not, is just so It's uncanny. <laughs> You're not even going to tell us whether you are or aren't? You're just going to leave it hanging? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can figure it out. Good. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, thanks for, for coming on. We understand that you, uh, you're a fan of Game of Thrones, and we also understand that you like to solve people's problems. Yes. I'm, I'm a big... There's a lot of problems in this world, and it's up to one idiot and his other idiot to solve the world's problems. <laughs> and you didn't bring you didn't bring your other idiot along. So which one of us are you going to choose to delegate to delegate with the uh, with the idiot title? Uh, might I suggest? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Tony. <laughs> might I suggest? Uh, somebody who, oh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe it can't be the idiot. Cause I think if, if we're helping people, I'll be we the need idiot to help. I'll be the idiot. Oh, you know, you're you going to be the idiot. You don't have to be an idiot. Okay, perfect. We'll be the, we'll be the experts, the professionals that we normally <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. And if we, if we could please help Jeremy pronounce character names correctly, yeah. it would help me so much. So Jeremy, we didn't tell Words you, but this hard. was actually an intervention episode. <laughs> this is an intervention. <laughs> Rob, real quick, uh, yeah. do you want to give us a rundown on what what your show is about, what your podcast is about, and Rob's your uncle? So the show itself is basically an advice show, um, but it's an advice variety show because sometimes we don't always give advice and sometimes I just uh, complain about something or tell people about my new recliner. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. It, lo- it looks very nice. But I mean, other than that, I mean, we we like to solve the world's problems. People come to us. We talk about. Am I am I allowed to swear on this? Oh, absolutely. Okay. No. No. <laughs> no, we <don't>. no. <laughs> no. We talk about we just, people's. We dicks just talk a about lot. flaccid penises <laughs> yeah. all you the talk, time. You talk about dicks. Oh, yes. no. perfect. Strap in and strap on. Let's do this. We're a big fan of dicks on my podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, now I'm listening. <laughs> now, like, well, hold on. Now, I'm now you said you said podcast. I, now I am confused. Do you call it a podcast? Yeah. Okay. What, mm, I, I must have some fact wrong. I was under the assumption that you can't like legally have a podcast if you don't have a segment related to baked goods. Yeah, that's oh, and I uh, don't think you have that. I mean, we have we have an whole a whole episode about weed, so that kind of works, right? Are you putting it yeah. in scones, however? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, I don't think so. Actually, okay. am okay. I breaking well, the law? I don't. I'm. It, <laughs> You guys might have to show me what you what you're looking at, because I didn't read that in the sure. podcast bylaws. You know the monthly yeah. club that we all go to. <laughs> the club yeah. that we, yeah, indeed. And and here's the thing: Are you also messing up your Instagram constantly? Because if you're not, can you even be? In Besides the words right being here? hard, clearly posting things on a schedule is also very difficult. Oh, it is. 
it is the most difficult thing in the whole world to do. We, I mean, you guys are lucky because you have three. With it, it's just me and Tyler. We we do not ever post anything on social media. <laughs> Today's to, the episode that came out last week or today, whatever day it is in podcast land. Um, the last time we posted an episode before that was five months ago. The last time we made a social media post. <laughs> Five months? Five months. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> you, you leave them wanting more. Yeah, that's what you it know? is. That's, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I think Jeremy and I did the math earlier today. We have obviously at this point posted up 10 scones, and we've done the wrong one on the wrong day 40% of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Hans. You're the only one who hasn't messed up. <laughs> but we appreciate anybody who's stuck around for the past couple weeks to join us as we kind of hit episode by episode. Now we just kind of want to talk season one a little bit. You know, we're, we're going to be getting into uh, episode by episode season two starting on Monday. And we just wanted to recap things because we've really gotten just a few moments to hit things on the surface. But there's so much that we could talk a little bit more about. And if nobody has any objections, I would like to start with a, a critique that I got from somebody that I think would make a little good talking point. They, they were saying that they enjoy the show, they've been listening to all the episodes, but what they don't like is how much continuous and unadulterated shit we give Sansa Stark. Really? And so I want to talk, because I think Sansa gets a lot of shit. She also kind of deserves like at least a little bit of shit. But do you guys think that Sansa Stark is a bad character? Like whether or not you like her and whether or not you like you like watching her, as a character that stands in this universe and what she's, you know, what her motivations are, what she brings to the the show, do you think that she is a bad character or do you think that she has these um th- these arcs that have redeeming qualities? Has anyone been listening to our podcast? So, we we rip on Joffrey, we rip on Viserys. <laughs> yeah. Catelyn. We did rip on Viserys a lot, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm pretty sure we don't like anyone except for Ned. <laughs> yeah. <It's laughs> like, oh, Ned. Yeah, how are we even going to do season Odor's two? penis. We're, we're a fan of that as well. Right? <laughs> I did like Hodor's penis. So yeah. did, did, did Sophie Turner bring, the, bring this up? <laughs> is, she, <laughs> is she the critique? It was Sophie Turner, okay. yeah. She, uh, she hit us up. Um, who, Sophie Turner dating Joe Jonas? I just found out about this like the other day. Apparently, it's been going on for a while. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I don't know. I didn't know that either. Oh, perfect. I feel I feel so much more hip. Never mind, guys. <laughs> it just started happening, and uh, this is breaking news. <laughs> Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are dating. I only know it ahead of you guys because we got the we got the you know the the radio heads up. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. She meant she mentioned it in her email when she critiqued the the episode. Exactly. She's like, "Hi, this is a PS Heart Jonas," and then signs it. Jonas. So really, I I, because I do think that I like to hate Sansa, and I I, sometimes she just annoys me. I want to start off by saying, and again, not just because she wrote us an email. I don't think that any of Sansa's problems have to do with Sophie Turner. I don't think that she is portrayed poorly. I don't particularly like the character of Sansa in the show or in the book. In the I do book, not yeah, think, totally for me at least, it's it's not an actress issue. I'm not trying to to talk sh- to throw shade or spill tea on uh, on Sophie. In regards to episode one, or sorry, in, in, sorry, in season one, if we're just starting there, sure. 
Yeah, sure. Um, I think it's a pretty good arc, right? I mean, she starts as this kind of like naive, young, future queen, right? I mean, she's going to be marrying the future king from the beginning, and she gets that, and she is uh, wants to please him, but she also wants, you know, her family to respect the fact that she's going to be doing this, so she's trying to be ladylike and all those things. I mean, that the death of her father, you're like, oh, she faints, which is very, you know, ladylike in the whole knighthood thing. Um, and then I just... That scene where she gets it, where she's like, I'm going to murder him. I'm going to push him off. I, I know I'm going to die, right? She clearly gets the hands there, and she's going to lose her life. Um, and, it, and it passes by. But in that moment, I think, like you said, and I think we talked about this in our episodes, that we no longer have the naivety anymore. We're, we're starting to develop an, an actually interesting character. So as much shit mm-hmm. as we give her, I think we actually come at the end of our, our discussion and give her credit for the development. I think that... Uh, and I won't say all the time because right now where, you know, I'm currently starting to make my way through season two, where Sansa's at right now, I, I'm enjoying the, the things that she's going through. I mean, I'm not enjoying watching her get shit on, but she's like the way that she's handling and the, the things you can see going through her head. I kind of like it. The, my problem is it doesn't really lead to much for a while, but there are characters that I don't like. And then there are characters that I don't like to watch. And I think Sansa is just one of the characters that I don't like to watch. Like for instance, Renly Baratheon is kind of a character that I don't like. I, I don't really... He, he seems to come out of nowhere with this whole King thing and just spark this revolution just to add another level of complication to everything. Uh, and I don't, I don't think they do a good job of setting that up. I, and he doesn't stick around long enough to be redeeming to okay, me. Yeah. I don't like the character of Renly Baratheon. I like Sansa Stark. I just don't think that she's particularly interesting to see with my eyes when she's uh, when she's doing her thing, but I, uh, well, you, you, had a, you had a point there you're gonna make. Oh, I was just gonna quick say like I think she's she's probably a necessary character for a lot of other people's story arcs. Like I think she is is a character like that is necessary to pretty much show off how much of an ass Joffrey is. And but yeah, I can't stand her. Again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's any. I, I don't think it's the actress's issue at all. Uh, I think Sophie does just fine. I think she probably portrays the character exactly how the writers wanted it. I think it's just it's not a character that I'm interested in. I think with her character evolution um, throughout all of the seasons, you you see that the influences that she has to learn from to be in this ruthless world are the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the Lannisters and bad people. So I think that the things that she's doing are pissing us off because she's doing things that a Lannister would do. <laughs> That's a really good point, actually, yeah. 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 That's, um, that is very true. You know, she becomes the Lannister for the Starks, you know? She she gets that ruthlessness for, like, when she's talking to Jon later in the seasons. You know, she is very... You gotta stop. You, I, we're not. I'm not used to us making this much sense. <laughs> yeah. You you need to mispronounce Lannister. It's Lancaster. Yeah, if you could please. You need, Lanc- need, it's Lancaster. Or you need the to Lancasters. make up. Or you need to make up words like naivety, which Jeremy just said. It's, it's naivety. Jeremy, did you, Jeremy, over it, Christmas, did you put out your naivety scene? <laughs> I was literally just about to say that. It has baby Jesus. 
with Maria out there. And, and everyone just looks so innocent. <laughs> the star of David is good as well. Uh, I feel like maybe you guys don't have enough culture in your life to have this dialect that I have, but I can. I mean, clearly I'm giving this to the world, so no worries. <laughs> So when we think of season one of Game of Thrones, obviously the thing that started it all, um, what are what are big things that stand out to you guys? Of course, things that you like or that you don't like, things that you want to delve a, a little bit deeper into. I just want to open the floor here and, and, and see what happens. So if somebody has something they would like to address, bring it before the court and we will rip it to shreds and or talk about its penis. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like we want to talk about penises a lot today. I would love to. It's been about 30 minutes thus far of recording, and I haven't seen a single one. So, chop, chop. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. That's that's season four. So, so I have, I've got a funny story, actually, real quick. Uh, and she's probably going to kill me for this, but... Uh, Jenna, basically every time I say Jenna's name on this podcast, she goes, why did you talk about me? And she gets all upset. So we need a code word. Yeah. So I get this. Uh, so she's, she's been, she's, she's actually been listening to the podcast and I'm not even forcing her to, which is surprising yes. in its own right. But, um, she, I get a text and she goes, you blamed me for the Hodor's penis thing. <laughs> <laughs> on like on why why I rewound it uh, and and she was like I was like well yeah that's how it happened she's like yeah but they don't need to know that and I was like <laughs> I said I said yes they do the world that's needs the kind to know, of Jenna yeah that is the kind of uh, of in depth uh, investigative uh, type of work that we do here on Thrones and Scones she's she's a natural so she was it was very impressive and you could you had to throw her under the bus because i just threw myself under the bus and you had to you know divert that you were I, doing me a service yeah i thought well i just thought i was giving credit where credit was due because yeah, it was i think it would have been e- i think it would have been irresponsible not to cover that scene in the detail that we did if not what, what if not what are we doing here you know what i mean we owe so it to the, the listeners it, this is this brings me back to an important thing uh, after listening to that episode whilst editing, um, and you had mentioned that there are in fact pubes, but they're gray, I went back for a third time to take a gander <laughs> at said scene, uh, this time pausing and kind of really getting up close personal with my TV. <laughs> 4K exists for a reason, right? I mean, and like... you're, you're right. There, there most certainly are some gray pubes. I still think it's a very well-managed bush. Yeah, uh, that he's dealing with here. It, there are unanswered questions. That's that's all I'm going to say about yeah. that. We've we've talked <laughs> we've talked at length and at girth about Hodor's penis, uh, and I don't really think there's much more to cover, except of course, everything. Yeah, yeah. So on his body, Rob. I was talking to you a little earlier. You have for for this episode, you have binged the entire first season in a span of just a few days. Yes. I did. I mean, Wait, I, is this true? I skipped two episodes. Okay, but okay, which two episodes? Uh, second episode, because I didn't need to. Because I didn't need to see him on the road. Let me see my notes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. And then um, the one that you guys just covered on Thursday. Okay. Okay. So uh, eight. Wait, the eight. one where Ned dies? Yes. <laughs> episode episode nine, like the biggest episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay 
<laughs> that's an interesting choice. But that's a fair point. I mean, that's I in, mean, that's in the past. That's not looking forward to the future. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's true. That's I think all he's saying there is we did such a good job of yeah. recapping that episode yeah. that he didn't need it. Yeah. Okay. So you you had mentioned earlier before we started recording that you have some problems with season one. My biggest my biggest problem is um, I get that it's season one. But sure. they have no concept of time and distance <laughs> in that show. <laughs> it's in they they set the tone so wrong so quickly, and it it comes back to somehow get worse later on, way way down the road. Well, I think um, they fix it. Yeah, you're I so right. It, I think they fix it later in the seasons because in the later in the later season, it takes Arya like whole seasons to cross all of yeah. all of Westeros, but in one episode, the episode where Rob is going to war, in one scene, he's saying goodbye to Bran, and then the next scene, he's in the south with his army, yeah, already, which, and, and talking yeah. about battle plans, <laughs> like not just which is arriving. like <laughs> supposed to be like what a two week distance to get down to the Riverlands or something crazy yeah. like that, yeah, <laughs> I, that's like <laughs> it, yeah, and well, and right away they set it off where even in the first couple the episodes, yeah. yeah, they. Yeah, uh, the king gets to the north like immediately to go talk oh. to. Yeah, it was just like it was like it was no big deal. It's like he got on his jet and just <laughs> made a quick made a quick trip. Fuel up the jet before a piss machine, <laughs> and then they did. Yeah, I do think it, it does get better in the sense that yes, characters finally start taking a while to get to places, and then bam, out of nowhere. I think it. I think it might just be anytime they go past the wall, they just really don't know. Yeah. What time is? <laughs> um, because there's that one episode in the most recent season where everyone's on that excursion above the wall, and they send someone off with a message as they're surrounded by an army. <laughs> And that message gets back to Daenerys, and she brings dragons yeah. before the army comes and murders them. Like it's a hundred feet away from you. Uh, so I think that yeah, this distance is this show's biggest uh, biggest Achilles heel long term. It's I get that they're trying to speed up story because no one wants to see Daenerys flying on a dragon for for three episodes, but. You know, it's except uh, if she's naked, right? Because then we na- all <laughs> yeah, would we watch all. that for three episodes. <laughs> I'm like, what'd you guys think of a uh, season eight, episode nine? Um, still in the dragon, still flying. Those boobs look great. They are fantastic. <laughs> this actually brings me to the next email that we got. It's from Amelia Clark, and she says, "Can that one guy please stop talking about my naked body so much?" <laughs> Well, it's just so nice, and we're always about, you know, some truth speak here, so. Oh, that's, uh, you know who else wanted to speak the truth and get a little creepy with Daenerys' body? Viserys. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that there, Jeremy. Do you want to be Jaceris? Sure, sure, why not, why not? I mean, All right. you know, I mean, okay. what's, the, what's the little gold in my life, you know? You got to own it. You got to own it. So, Rob, uh, speaking of your overall thoughts on season one. Tyrion's accent? Any comments? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tyrion Tyrion goes through a lot of changes with his with his looks throughout the throughout the years. And I I'm gonna be honest, after not seeing the first season for so long, the first time I saw Tyrion, it was jarring. <laughs> like I see it's the, very different. I see the blonde hair, the short blonde hair, the clean cut, and I'm just like 
whoa, this is, and it's, it is very like it took him a while to get to that that new tier that good Tyrion voice. I mean, he, you could see it. It was just those earlier episodes, but like the episode where he becomes the last episode where he becomes the Hand of the King and he's talking there. That's that's where we're starting to see the Tyrion that we know. But man, yeah. that that, <laughs> that accent. The first is, three were rough. The yeah, first three were rough. <laughs> Tyrion and Jamie both like. Mm-hmm. Are is there blonde out of a bottle like in their characters <laughs> like because they both lose it pretty quickly and like ja- Jamie you get because he gets dirty yeah but then like either he never gets clean <laughs> or they're just like oh he got so dirty it got it's into so his roots dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and it changed the color of his hair yeah uh, well I think they were I, you know not that I think that they should do this but uh, you know I think they were originally planning to do the uh, to do the de- the old destiny treatment and just take Peter Dinklage right on out of the show <laughs> <laughs> after the fact. They realized they it was gonna, a little yeah. more expensive than they thought to pull off the CGI. But <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, before we run out of time completely, and I'm I'm so into being all sorts of nonsensical. I did notice. We said probably eight different times throughout the show about different plot points. Oh, this is where, this is like the point that the Starks <laughs> messed up. And so I want to see if we can actually find one point, the point of no return in season one that actually sets the Starks on their downfall of demise, leading to Ned's death, leading to whatever, leading to this war. Like, is there one point? Um, because I know we've made it as early as brand climbing. I think Jeremy said in the last episode. <laughs> this is it. And uh, and uh, and as late. I can't believe as... we disagree on that. As soon as yeah. he sees her tatas getting knocked around, he is he's done. So would you would you say that that point? I mean, I think that's how this story is sold, right? I mean, the the, the Lannisters are are plotting already and they're looking for that kind of like point of no return and once Jamie pushes him out of the window like Catelyn loses her fucking mind. I kind of agree with you at first. I was like yeah I mean really but then the more I got to thinking about it like even if Bran didn't get pushed and he didn't see that they're still going to get the letter from Lysa Ned's still going to figure out that John Aaron was murdered. He's still going to look into it and then he's still going to end up dead. Yeah, I, and I don't know, but does Catelyn do all the things that she does, right? Which no, really kind yeah. of puts a giant push forward, right? I mean, yeah, I mean that really sets the, essentially start dividing, you know, finding who you're gonna who you're gonna back. And I mean, that was kind of my point. I don't know if there's what I don't understand for if you argue that it's not that a brand not being pushed out. Mm-hmm. Like where where's your where's your where's your spark? You're gonna argue the letter? No, I'm not gonna argue the letter. I just think that that's it saying to me that those chain of events were gonna happen anyway. I think the thing that really sets it off is her kidnapping Tyrion because that's like the Starks pushing back, and that's immediately like in Tywin and Cersei's eyes, they're like, we can't. No, that's not happening. We're done. And then that's what puts Ned on this. This such small timer. He's got like this ticking down um, dynamite fuse, basically. And, you know, not that I necessarily think he'd figure things out if he had a month instead of three days, but, you know, it, it really sealed his grave. That's what I was thinking. But uh, Kalen wouldn't have arrested Tyrion yep. without, without. The, without the push out the window. Mm hmm. Oh, I'm not saying that the push doesn't happen in this scenario. I'm just oh. saying I 
I think like had he been pushed and had everything played out and Catelyn not arrested Tyrion, that you know we we still wouldn't have been as rushed as we were. Know what I mean, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I get okay. you. I get you. Especially, I would I would argue that too. Like, or uh, actually, not argue to your point, Tony. I would say I would agree with that because it's hard to say how far Cersei would have t- or taken that to you know trying to kill Bran or trying to assassinate Bran or have him assassinated. But Jamie even seemed like he didn't really, when they found out Bran was alive, he was like, ah, you know, whatever. He didn't even yeah. seem like he was that worried about it. He's like, you know, they're going to say what they want and then no one's going to believe them kind of thing. And uh, yeah. so I don't, I don't think he would have really taken it that far. And it's, it's interesting to think if Cersei would have like really even pursued it much further than that. Uh, I agree. I think, I think Ned, it's hard to say exactly what point, but I think just in general, Ned being in King's Landing and knowing, finding out that Joffrey's not the true heir is like, is just death. Does it, yeah. does it have to be a Stark that makes the decision that's, cause I think, I think no. the other, I think the other decision that was made that could be um, part of at least Ned's uh, downfall would be Robert going hunting. If he yes. would have never gone hunting, he yeah. would have bought Ned a lot of time, and Ned would have still told Robert that, oh, uh, Joffrey's your not your, your Joffrey's not your Jamie. son, you know, all that <laughs> stuff, and I think it would have played out differently because I don't know if the Kingsguard would have betrayed the king. They could have. Ooh, yeah, but they. They're not in their pockets yet. Like we see them later on. Like they they start filling their pockets yeah. with the King's Guard and stuff. That's a good. That's an interesting yeah. point. <laughs> I, I love the fact that we can blame it all on Robert Baratheon. When in doubt, like it really takes it away from me having to put any blame on Ned. Yeah, because I don't want to do that. He's he's so pure and dead. <laughs> Poor dead Ned. Yeah, that's a really good point. Because if if Robert Baratheon would not have been on his deathbed, like you said. Ned absolutely would have told him. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, you could tell in that episode when he's talking to him, you know, Ned's making the decision to tell him or not at, on his deathbed, and he decides not to. I mean, he's, he kind of gets what he wants if the Lannisters had any honor or whatever. But, you know, it would have it would have protected Ned a little bit longer if, if Robert like was, was still yeah. alive. I have to, I have to kind of... Uh... Uh, second Tony's point that he made earlier that uh, Rob's just bringing in some serious insightful thoughts to this show. Yeah, <laughs> almost almost to the point of making us look bad. We need <laughs> we you need. Can uh, cut me. You can just cut those we, parts out and be like we this think, idiot. Yeah, we he went thinking, on for like forever. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were thinking about more of like someone coming in uh, and starting a segment called Beebs. <laughs> 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 Something of that nature. I wouldn't um, want to. I wouldn't want to compete with Bubblies and Jubblies. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Nor should you. Nor should you. Um, as far as um, screen time and airtime, if we had to give a good, bad, and Jugglies MVP uh, for season one, I think without a shadow of the doubt, it goes to Hodor. Right? Like, <laughs> he got so much. He got like thirty percent, like thirty minutes about yeah. his pubes at this point. Through yeah. I'm not saying episodes. we have to do it again. I'm just saying, you know, if yeah. we're sending out awards, we should send Christian Nairn one. 
I don't know what he's doing for work right now. He he got uh, the strongest reaction out of us too, and I I think that's actually really good, Tony. I think maybe we just uh, spend a, just a couple more minutes here um, <laughs> giving out some Thrones and Scones awards. I like this. Yeah. So do you have some in mind? Does they do have uh, an idea? I can make some up. Uh, Please. So so Hodor, I think we all agree, taking yeah. the jugglies portion of the good bad and the jugglies um for this season as long as everyone's in agreement uh here 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 yeah all right all right i like that uh Jeremy's okay. shaking his head but yeah. that's close enough to an acknowledgement all right. yeah. and 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 man was it juggly uh, I think I think I think an un- honorable mention though is is our ball forward fellow <laughs> earlier in the season. <laughs> oh, we hardly knew him. <laughs> we, hardly, we hardly knew him. But will will I guarantee uh, just has has created a joke that will just live on for a very long time. Rest and in peace, not, buddy. Not only a joke, but. Uh, but a uh, a fashion statement too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so and so do you very, think do you think Lancel and Hodor are hanging out? Because we know how Lancel likes to shave the one armpit, and I'm thinking maybe he's talking <laughs> oh. to him about manscaping. He's like, hey, I don't know if you tried this, but I I'm known kind of around the town as like do a That's nice true. little shave of your armpit, and maybe scape you up a little bit. Right? I mean, uh, just based off of the viewing of the first season, he is our only manscapist that we've seen, if I'm not mistaken. And also, I'm just just to interject so we get it everything straight. I know it's in perfect Jeremy fashion, but you're referring to Loris and not Lancel. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I mean, they're they're similar. They look the same, right? They do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of, they both have long hair. Yeah, yeah. both both very skinny, weirdly both, skinny. Both like of the cock. Yeah. No, Lancel's fucking Cersei. Yeah, I know. No, I know. Because yeah. Anyway, I, we don't think that she has a cock. I mean, we don't know that she doesn't. We actually do know that she doesn't. All right, best character. Shame. Who wins? Who wins Shame. best character for season one? Do we have any sort of parameters there, or no. it's up to our discretion? It's up to your discretion. Hmm. Best character, season one. Ned Stark. Yeah, I agree. I have to second that. John, and it's his. No. And it's his only season he can win it. So I think we got to give it to him. <laughs> Oh, he's in later seasons when Bran starts to go backwards in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, that's true. That guy with it's, the weird face. It's just yeah. not Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Tyrion the honorable mention for the season. Oh, one. I think he just gets so much better. This is he does, but yeah. I think he's actually he's he's interesting in the first season. Yeah. And his his role in what happens is important, right? Just as Ned's role, yeah. I think Tyrion also is in a very critical role throughout this. So yeah, I'm not disagreeing with the, you. Yeah. I'm just saying from the last two episodes alone, I almost wanted to give it to Rob, but I know he's like a shoe in for next season. Yeah, is the thing. Like yeah. he gets it's bittersweet how good Rob Stark gets. <laughs> I would Rob, I, I, not Stark, but Bullock. I would have to say Jon Snow. Oh really? Okay, Jon Snow. Uh, Jon Snow throughout all of the is my by far my favorite character. I remember yeah. I remember everyone talking to me about Rob and being like, you know, he's so good and everything. But I was just like Snow the whole way because I find I find Jon Snow's issues that he's dealing with the world way better 
than the ones that everyone else is fighting with. <laughs> and he's the throughput actually protector of the realm in the, the whole thing. I I don't know. It I I'll have to say Jon Snow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's good. I think any one of them could take the take, could take the trophy there. Have we considered Theon Greyjoy? No. <laughs> okay. I yeah, I I don't want to. I'm just I'm curious if you had I think it's I mean, the last time he's good in the, in a series. In the series, the last time yeah. he's decent. A, I don't know, a decent person, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised nobody mentioned Bran Stark. I mean, Bran's got that crazy moment where he climbs into that fire after his husband died, and he burns away all his clothes, and <laughs> yeah. he, he hatches three dragons. Yeah. We forgot all about that beautiful Bran moment. I mean, when he has great jugglies. They're just nice. <laughs> the areola is so well defined. I just I can't. St- and then she Brand. holds the, the dragon right there. Good old, good old Brennarius Starkarian. <laughs> I ship it. Loves Drogo. Loves him. I'm surprised no one said Danny. I think that Cal Drogo actually uh, gets a an honorable mention. Uh, yeah, I think for being a good character. I absolutely agree. I think I think he probably could have been one of my favorite characters if he didn't go out the way he did yeah we really only got to see him in one fight scene yeah he never he never really got to prove how much of a badass he was yeah we just didn't get enough of him i wanted before more. we uh, before we bounce here um we've got has has have you guys all seen the first it's like four seconds but have you seen the first bit of footage from season eight no, I haven't seen it. I have not. I'm, I'm seriously the dark. I'm not going to watch any of it. I won't, I'm going to tell you what happens. I won't so. touch it until it comes out. Yeah. No. Well, perfect. I'm going to tell you anyway. Cool. Good. Uh, <laughs> so what happens is uh, it's just an HBO's new thing. It's like there are all these series that are coming back this year. Clip, clip, clip. And there's just this real short bit of Game of Thrones. Um, people are already dissecting it to hell. Can but I guess it? Is it? Essentially, Can I guess yeah, it? Yeah, please. Okay. Please. Here's what I guess. It's just a it's just a bone dragon's eye opening. <gasps> that would be dope. <laughs> no. Darn. <laughs> I guess it's a little anticlimactic after it's already burnt down the wall. Um, no, it's uh it's so it's Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen looking a little awkward. So who knows what they may or may not have realized? I don't know. <laughs> and it's uh Danny walking up to Sansa. And Sansa just says, Winterfell is yours, your grace. And that's it. Interesting. It's just like, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's just John and, and, uh, Danny looking a little bit awkward. And then like Jamie coming over and just putting his hand on their shoulder. <laughs> Good show. Been John. there. Been there. <laughs> oh, fuck. Cat scared me. Uh, <laughs> I tried to look up the, the lineage for that they're cousin it's mm-hmm. cousin and aunt right yeah well yeah nephew and aunt nephew mm-hmm. and aunt yeah which i think at this point has been some people i was talking to somebody about this the other day someone doesn't think that it was confirmed i swear that it was confirmed in like the last episode of the show uh last season. it seemed to be pretty positive to me i mean it's been a, a theory for years and years and years but i thought that they all but said it i think brand said it didn't he? Yeah. Well, Bran said he, it. Is that I think he said that like John's a Targaryen or something like that. I don't like know if that. he said mm. it. I, from what I remember in my head, and we've already proven that this is vastly <laughs> unreliable. It's like Bran saying something. I got to tell him about his 
tell him about his heritage or something. And it goes back to the flashback of Ned in the tower. He holds the baby oh. and then the baby's face is like it cuts and it's John's close up of John's face and it pans out. Right. That's what I think. And well, happens. And what's uh, uh, Liana whispers to uh, Ned the name too. He call she calls him like that. I think that was people that I think that's one of the things people were trying to like lip read Liana Stark oh. saying John. <laughs> oh, I assumed that she. I didn't even pay attention. I assumed anything she whispered would be uh, just promise me, Ned, because I swear to God, it's got to be the most typed phrase in those books. Promise me, Ned. It shows up every five fucking seconds. <laughs> promise me, Ned. He has a flashback every other day. <laughs> poor Ned Stark. Rest in peace. I'm going to pour some out for Ned. <laughs> Does it count if you pour it into your mouth? I think that's against sure, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to make a mess. <laughs> Ned, I appreciate your sacrifice, but I didn't want... This carpet. I didn't want to... <laughs> Did uh, did anyone else want to send out any trophies to the? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'll have to put them in the mail later. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. To the... Who do you think gained the most this season? I would say Joffrey. I was gonna say Joffrey from a standpoint of the throne, absolutely. Uh, Daenerys. Yeah. You think? Uh, yeah. Daenerys got, also lost a lot, but she got three dragons. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's kind of the big deal. It's true. But I mean, I uh, think I think Joffrey, right? From, too. Probably Joffrey. Well, you could uh, you could argue you could argue Cersei too, because she's really like everything that Joffrey gets is pretty much hers in a sense too. So sure. Okay, so uh, oh, who's who do you think whose character grew the most in this season? Mm. I mean, you could argue Danny, right? You could argue Hodor. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> grew so much. He, he's got giants blooded him. Uh, so, I mean, as far as what we see, yeah, Sansa. So I would say John. I would say John. I think it's he, not fair. With him, with him actually getting it. I mean, that like I said, we with him actually yeah. understanding his his place now. I think he he's finally starting to. I'm three episodes into season two. He still doesn't understand <laughs> his <know>. place. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's still not quite there. I don't think, but. Yeah, John's left yeah, the, the Night's Watch quite a bit, actually. <laughs> I think there's four times. <laughs> four times that he leaves the Night's Watch. It so becomes a bit of a pattern. <laughs> He's got issues, man. We love him for it. Yeah, I mean, Daenerys grows a decent amount because, I mean, where she was in the beginning of the, sh- the season, she is... Running for her life, right? Trying yeah, to figure yeah. out how she's going to survive. She's confident and, you know, she's... But I don't know if we. I, I want to place that because I feel like Daenerys has these moments of like really, really fucking bad luck, and then mm-hmm. and then then out of nowhere she's just automatically the most powerful person in the world again. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> like it's dumb luck and bad luck all at the same time. I don't know. Daenerys has the same character flaw that that Sansa has that gets on my nerves, and it is that when an opportunity presents itself with a very obvious thing that you should do and a very obvious thing that you shouldn't do, she does the thing that should not be done. It's yeah. just that she seems to come out unscathed from it. Yeah, I think Rob. Rob, Rob. It's hard. Well, Rob doesn't really start Rob, that Rob. low, right? He's already kind of the mature sure. older brother. I think again, he, you know, he he really does grow quite a bit. Obviously, when Ned dies, he has to kind of t- take up that role, and I think he does it well. 
um, for the most part in this in this season, the the bit that we do see him. But we could say the wolves if we're going literal. Yeah, <laughs> they they were so small. Now they are not. <laughs> they they mentioned cause... that in the show. You know, Catelyn comes out in the first episode. Damn, those things grow fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because that's what they had to spend exposition time on. We couldn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I think with, it the, still... with the families, though, with like Stark versus Lannisters, the entire season, you're starting to see how good the Lannisters are at manipulating, how they're always a step ahead. But there's mm-hmm. always this undertone of like, but they're very shallow with their ability to actually make change, right? It's always like, I mean, we see growth across the board with the Stark family, those that survive, right? We re- sure. really see big changes for all of them. But do you see that with the Lannisters? I mean, Joffrey's still an ass. Cersei's still a cunt. And then Are you Jamie, referring to this season specifically? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying in this season, we're really, you see a tide shifting. It's like, despite the, everyone's like, oh my God, what the Stark family do? They're all being hunted. This is all going to shit. But then you really get an undertow feeling of like, no, I mean, we're seeing a change in the wind, even though things are bad. You already get a sensation that there's going to be this build of overcoming, and we're already in the first season. Um, and, yeah. I, and I think they do a really good job of that in the book, um, especially that first book um, of kind of like setting that up just as well. And I think the visual, like actually seeing the growth in the show is good. So, What do you guys think is the moment in the show that made you watch season two? Uh, oh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I say so. I've, I said in the episode, I think episode seven, or, no, episode six, it was Viserys' death that I saw like a video of that made me watch the show. Um, and then I think from like the third episode, I was I was in like I pretty much binged the first two seasons because they were all out already yeah, in a few days. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think there was after episode three. It could have been shit, and I still probably would have watched season two. Uh, they did a good job setting things up. I wanted yeah. to see how it played out. Um, thankfully, it didn't end up poorly. I, I think that they're doing a great job. Yeah, I'm in the same. Wood. I'm in the same boat. By the time I started watching the show, uh, multiple, multiple, multiple seasons were already out. So I was just off of the, you know, the praise and the media and everything of, of what the show was getting. I was kind of in to binge it before even seeing a single episode or a single scene. So I was pretty much committed. I had a lot more free time back then. <laughs> so do you um, do you think this season is the worst season of Game of Thrones? No. No, I don't think so. It's hard for me to remember which number they actually are. Um, a lot of the season with with Cersei getting shamed that when the when mm. the new when that new god guy comes in from the seven yeah. or whatever I, yeah. I didn't like that part at all. I felt yeah. like it was just like, all right, let's slow everything down so that we can build it back up again. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, that that's the season I think is the worst. That arc for me never really hit. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's really tough for me to also remember. I think that, 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 I think that is the season. I'm thinking season six. Yeah. And I think that that's the same season um, where that stuff goes down. So I would vote for that as well. Yeah, it's, but I, also, I also think that's. Like, I mean, that's not to say that I think that's bad. I mean, never during oh no. that season did I go. I'm done with the show. Like, yeah. Right, no. right, right. Still very into. Yeah, it. and that's kind of the thing is I don't think ever that I've watched this show, and even in the books, like I think it's, it's paced really well, um, yeah. and I think that leads to then 
the fever kind of continuing and i'm excited mm-hmm. to see how this plays out yeah no i mean because i feel like there's a lot of really good shows i mean um that have bad first seasons and it's how often do you tell people like oh no just get through the first <laughs> season and then yeah. it gets good and i feel like you kind of get that a little bit for the first couple episodes i mean from our own podcast we're like what'd you guys think yeah i mean it's okay it's okay and we i mean besides hans who's honestly admitted already it's okay uh we yeah. enjoy we enjoyed this so we, we i mean we liked this show we wouldn't be doing what we're doing so um, i was just trying to make a point of like you know it's the first season it it already passes that thing where i mean there's such good writing and obviously it's coming from a book so that's why i feel like uh, there's so much good to come that it, it's it's hard to really put a point of like where do you tell people you know if you get to this point you're you're in because I always mm. say if you can get if you can get to Daenerys and those titties then I think you're fine. I knew it was gonna come around. <laughs> well, he asked when Somehow. and I had to finish it. <laughs> and I uh, and I uh, I, pro- I probably sound, I probably give it a bit of a bad rap too. I think I think probably the only reason because uh, i actually do really like the show i said it would probably be on you know in my top three for shows on right now i think the only reason i seem so reserved on it is being friends with tony <laughs> it's like <laughs> it, it, it's it, even if it was like my favorite show it would still pale in comparison to tony's love for this show <laughs> so what can i say it's great oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Somehow you stuck around if you're hearing this for longer than an actual episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed the nonsense. As always, you can hit us up uh, Thrones and Scones on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us back doing our normal thing uh, coming uh, to you on Monday morning as per usual when we will have scones and all will be right with the world. But of course, thank you so much to Rob for joining us. Uh, Rob, how can they find you? Uh, you can just look up and Rob's your uncle on apple podcasts or anywhere else you get your podcasts uh it starts with the ampersand uh, we did a, a dumb thing i mean it it's hard to search. can i say i love the episode naming scheme though of doing the initial the ru yeah. thing that's hilarious like that's so clever so i think that's great thank you thank you yeah and you know uh i guess do you guys put your social media on the podcast do it oh, oh yeah. yeah if do you it. want to hit me up on twitter i'm uh at the rob bullock facebook and tell, stuff yeah <laughs> same tell thing us, same thing tell us about your penis <laughs> <Tell us> about, <laughs> now uh, to the real point my, of our show my balls are fo- my balls are forward okay good. Good. perfect the trend <laughs> has that, set and the question of course are you regretting this decision to come on this podcast no today? i had so much fun thank you guys for having me it was it's a it's a blast i don't normally get to talk to uh, talk to people about all the Game of Thrones stuff. Tyler, it's Tyler it's doesn't it. like the show. Ugh. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> kind of wish you would have brought him along. Now we could have exactly. uh, set good. him straight. Yeah, <laughs> set him straight to hell. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't wait to get into to season two here and see what shenanigans get up with that. And uh, until then, you're down with GOT. Yeah, you yeah, know you me. Know me. I, I realized <laughs> I realized the other day that we we've been like saying it the whole time, but never once have we actually done like the rap thing. So if someone doesn't catch it, they're not gonna understand. It's gonna be like those guys came up with the lamest catchphrase ever. <laughs> or the best. Yeah. 
Or the best. That's that's fair. That's fair. You you come in, you break our hearts. Hans tells us you're going to have a scone. You don't. And uh, now we're just, I don't even know what to do. I can pretend to have a scone. It's not like we spend a lot of time on the scone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We try to keep it 50-50. Yeah. It's in the title, Rob. (laughs) I mean, I feel like we're working towards it every episode. One of these days, we'll probably talk more about Game of Thrones than we will scones. But so far, it's just been pretty even. Pretty even. It's been pretty even, I think. I want to hit this Smash Brothers thing again because I haven't played the game at all. I don't even know if I played the last one, really. So, Rob, who is your Pokemon? Nope, sorry. Who's my Pokemon? Pokemon. Doesn't have to be a Pokemon. (laughs) can be anything. It's uh, King DDD. Ooh, that's a solid. uh, Yeah. Is that one of the ones that people don't like? It might be. I don't know. King K. I think they were like King K. Rule. They don't like either. But I. I don't even know who that is. I play all of the evil kings. They're my favorite. King King Koopa, King Dedede, King K. Rule. That's me. All the way. King Joffrey. King Joffrey. So do, you, do you prefer the heavies? <laughs> Big then? fan. Yeah. You, yeah. More of a heavy. Yeah. I mean, it, I I just unlike the game that like so my son's six and so that clearly doesn't mean the most complex gameplay. Um, <laughs> But he already is getting, like, guarding the edges and how <laughs> if they're off the edge, you can jump at them and try to hit them. And, yeah, you may die, but you can kill Jeez. them. I mean, like, it's – I mean, because he we watch – he wants to watch it on Twitch. Like, he yeah. watches Zero. I don't know if you guys have heard of Zero, but um, – so I literally watched him watch a training video for 25 minutes of Zero playing. Yeah, and just, like – and, of course, you know, this generation is just, like – youtube and watch videos of people playing games all the time and ethan's totally into that so uh nice. i don't know i mean it's, so, it's nerdy and i love it so <laughs> <Yeah>. meta <laughs> so, yeah. so meta <laughs> so meta night uh so if you had to put three game of thrones no that's too much everyone just gets one you get one game of thrones character to put in to smash bros i will start as you think <laughs> i would put melisandre into Super Smash Brothers. And uh, her main move, obviously, would be her down B, where she squats and releases a shadow demon <laughs> that then patrols like a five-foot area. And uh, if you're in Baratheon, it's just an instant kill. <laughs> obviously. So we know not to put Renly into the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's basically just to keep Renly out of the game because we just we, we don't want him. Renly's got a lot of weaknesses in Smash Brothers. Uh, very easily distracted by both men and women. He just gets flustered in different ways. Who's next? Uh, Give it to me. So I have two. I would, I'd go two. Uh, one, I would do, I'd do Arya, and I would make her a Link character with the needle. I mean, because why not, sure. right? That's or, all. Yeah, that's what we need. Or, <laughs> or, or I'd argue she could be more like Sheik, right? Kind of like that assassin model kind of thing. Um, and then I would do Daenerys and I would have her almost like the po- Pokemon trainer where she like, you know, can bring in the dragons for different things like call them in. Um, and then her finishing mood would be like the f- chest flash, you know, and it would be like, <laughs> beep, 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 like shooting lightning out of them. <laughs> Light. I li- Daenerys is good. I mean, she's or fire, to all fire like damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, whatever. It's pretty good. Does she now, do that she... in Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I've, it's been a while since I've watched does, the episode. She does but... it in the books. Oh, okay. She does it in okay. the books. <laughs> sure. In the books. Um, They're like, now, finish she... them, fire. 
When she calls forth the dragons, do they like after they're done? Do they just leave for like a couple weeks? Yeah, they're just at they a just, time. It's more like a surprise. You're like you never know when they're gonna show up, and she's always nice. just like flashing, and nothing happens. Yeah. That'd be the problem with Arya or any of the Starks as well. Like, they have the wolf companion that you can call in. Yeah, exactly. Half the time, it's too expensive and it can't show up. It looks like we shit. Yeah, we can't afford the CG for this battle. Sorry, guys. Next. Um, I think I'd go for something of uh, Ice Climbers or a Duck Hunt style. Um, yes. I would have yes. Bran Stark and Hodor. <laughs> that's good um i think oh. i think the powers are are crazy i mean i think his uh brand starts down b he's gonna end up he's gonna end up taking control of one of the other players so that he can beat up for for a certain amount of time and then obviously the mm-hmm. final smash is hodar hodar taking off his uh <laughs> His clothes and just right out there, <laughs> just the big wang, just right on, just right on the field. The giant's blue. I think his down B is he throws Bran to the ground, yeah. like you know, just like chucks him down, and like Bran's like laying on the ground, like gimped, and he to like pick him back up. It's like, beautiful balance, actually. And then if you're if Bran's in his like special too long, then Hodor. <laughs> Like seizes up and collapses, and you can't use him. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Damn. Oh, fuck, Hans, you should have gone before Rob because you're. Uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 I got to be good. Hans. Hans. Favorite topic. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think I would throw the Night King in there, right? Then you could Ooh. Call army. You could uh, if if a character dies, you know, once a character's out, you can resurrect and bring him back as one of the White Walkers. Yeah, pretty badass. But most importantly. I... If you're fighting Pikachu, you can turn Pikachu back and play as Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu or Dodge. That's really the, really the game there. Yeah. That's actually the All only right. way the Night King wins. Is if he, <laughs> if he resurrects a Pikachu. Pikachu. I mean, let's just say it's no coincidence that this year, Game of Thrones ends and Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, no coincidence. It's the it's the crossover we all wanted. <laughs> Do you want to know what has a surprisingly high review on Rotten Tomatoes? I mean, maybe if you trust them or not, but uh, Paddington Two. Oh, it's got a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's some bullshit. That's it's not. Don't bullshit. sleep on Paddington, Jeremy. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, what are like six year olds like Ethan? I'll call him. I'll just go get him up here, and he'll be like. It's fantastic. <laughs> Smash. Just say, they've had a, a rough year, all right? A rough couple years with this Brexit stuff. Sometimes they just want to watch a bear in a jacket. Eat some Who jam. are you to judge? <laughs> Speaking of movies that it got surprisingly good reviews, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I think, Tony, you saw it, maybe. Uh, the Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man. Oh, it's good. Mm, heard it's, it's phenomenal. Good. Yeah, I would it's not have, great. Would, I would have not ha- have expected that. but It surprises me that it is so highly reviewed because I mean, it is very, very good, but it's still an animated superhero movie. And the fact that it's got like such this wide acclaim is, is a little odd. Cause I, I think that like my dad probably wouldn't be as into this movie. Um, and he's like, he's like, Oh, but you said it's good. I'm like, yeah, it is good. And you might like it, but you might not. And I just don't think that everyone w- would get it. Um, it didn't have a super different vibe, but it was, really good it was an awesome story and the cast is crazy the cast is crazy yeah yeah it's got a lot of people freaking nicholas cage 
Freaking uh, Haley Steinfeld is in it. John Mulaney is in it. Yeah. I know I was another... really surprised that it was PG, too, because it was an enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And what's the last time you saw a PG movie that was enjoyable? Paddington 2. <laughs> I knew. See? Full circle. Yeah. Has, has anyone actually seen Paddington 2? No. No, I haven't. I mean, let's... I haven't... So here's the thing. I haven't taken Paddington 1 out of my DVD player for long enough to see anything else. So, no. Uh, just keeps, keeps rolling on repeat. I love that you have a DVD player. It's not even my PlayStation. I have an external DVD player. A DVD VHS combo. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Gonna record me some television later. <laughs> Bone Dragon would be a sweet nickname, right? <laughs> <laughs> like for a human? Yeah. I think I'm gonna try and start that. <laughs> that should be your Twitter handle. I'm going to call you Bone Dragon from now on. You could be like Hans, the Bone Dragon. In that's our, literally our all podcast. I could. Once, once Rob said that about the, the teaser, that's literally all I could think about is like <laughs> just imagining how sweet it'd be to go by Bone Dragon. <laughs> I just think we found the title of our episode, in case you're wondering. <laughs> so anything you said after that, I wasn't listening. It's was like 40 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> that uh i was thinking of that and how bad i got a freaking pee so we we gotta end this we gotta end this Bone damn podcast dragon. before i piss myself <laughs> <laughs>